You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hey guys, welcome back to the Crypto Canucks cast. Sorry for the long hiatus. Uh, The holidays kind of got away from me and uh, I decided to take a little easy. But we're back now. And this episode is with Tala from the Blockchain Society. What is the Blockchain Society? It's a Toronto-based organization which aims to help grow and develop the blockchain community in Canada. It uh, essentially hosts events where people can go to learn about the blockchain. There are hackathons. There are all sorts of things. If you want to know more, check out their website, theblockchainsociety.ca. Anyway, here's Tala. Hey, guys. Welcome back the crypto canucks cast where we talk everything mostly canadian that has to do with cryptocurrency and the blockchain and uh to that point i have tala here from the blockchain society why don't you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about the blockchain society sure so the blockchain society is a events company and we host events in toronto vancouver new york Berlin, and we're planning on expanding to a ton of other cities. So the way our company works is that we have both the focus on executive conferences that are highly catered and highly tailored, and also our developer side. So we host a lot of developer conferences and hackathons, so we incorporate both executives and developers. Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions about the Blockchain Society, but before we get there, uh, let's just talk about you for a second. Uh, you seem like a, a young guy, although everyone that we've inter- interviewed here has been, you know, fairly young, but uh, makes me feel old. Uh, how did you get involved with this whole thing uh, to begin with? So I actually didn't get involved too long ago, about a year that compared to like when the blockchain hype happened. Yeah, it's a pretty long time. But compared to like the OGs you see, yeah, have been here like for four to like six years. I'd say I'm pretty new. So I actually got involved when I was 16 years old. So wow. that was about a year ago. Okay, so well, so let's talk about that for a second. How did you get introduced to the whole blockchain crypto world? Because, I mean, it is so new, and like I'm just curious as to how people kind of get involved, like start working on it. Because there's no, there's very little starting point mm-hmm. from here. You know, it's not it's not very uh, deep yet. So like, how how is it that you become a part of it, and how do you learn to sort of navigate it? Yeah, so I'd say ever since I was young, which is still pretty much now, like yeah. I always loved to read. That was the one thing about me. So I was always on places you could get like un- sort of unconventional education and learn sort of things that you don't see every day. Yeah. And that was a place called Reddit for me. So okay. I was always on tons of subreddits, and one of them was actually the gaming forum. So around summer of last year, I started to see a lot of posts in the gaming forum about how GPUs are really expensive, so it's hard to build a gaming rig. And the reason for that was everyone was mining Bitcoin. Right. So I was like, that's pretty interesting. What's yeah, yeah. this Bitcoin everyone's talking about? So that got me into the rabbit hole, started looking into Bitcoin, which gradually read me, led me into Ethereum. So read their yellow paper, or at least I tried. Yeah. And since then, I've just been networking in Toronto, trying to get like every opportunity I can, just meeting people. Yeah. And the space is like really friendly. Like 
they'll see a young guy like me and they'll be sure to like help me learn as much as possible or like willing to hand me opportunities so I can like prove something to myself. So it's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um, for those of you who are listening who don't know, and I'm sure most of you do, but don't, you know, I just want to explain to everybody. Uh, GPU is essentially a graphics card for a PC, and somebody figured out that uh, aside from making your games look awesome, they could utilize the processing power in that GPU to mine uh, cryptocurrency, essentially, and that's where the overlap with gaming comes from. But why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, how then you met the Blockchain Society? Because, uh, you know, you're on Reddit. You, you start figuring these things out with the GPUs and the, and the cryptocurrencies, and then how do you get introduced to the Blockchain Society? So the Blockchain Society was sort of a journey that happened to me like midway along the year when I first got involved. So, of course, like the first thing I did when I got introduced to cryptocurrency and started looking more into blockchain was attending meetups and conferences that happened all over Toronto, yeah. which led me to a bunch of stuff. So right now I'm also part of a human accelerator called the Knowledge Society, nice. which sort yeah. of takes in ambitious teens and kind of teaches them about everything that's happening in the world, like uh, new technologies and how you can leverage them to sort of solve the world's hardest problems. And along the way, I was just attending conferences and I met someone named Bill Hennessy, who's actually the CEO of Blockchain Society. Yeah. So I was actually attending his events and saw him around. And after a few months, we started talking and had a meeting and he told me to come on board. So since then, I've just been working with the Blockchain Society. Nice. Well, <clears throat> you mentioned the Knowledge Society. Uh, I don't know what order we're going to release these episodes, but either a previous episode or a future episode will feature someone from the Knowledge Society if you want to know more about that. Um, okay, we're about to really get into the blockchain society, but before we do that, uh, because I feel like you have experience in this uh, realm, if somebody wanted to learn, you say they knew nothing about blockchain, about mm-hmm. um, cryptocurrency, where would they, where would you direct them to go? Because I imagine at one point you didn't really know much about it and then you kind of got the knowledge. Where would you tell them to find it? So if you're coming from a place where you know absolutely zero about blockchain or cryptocurrency, the first thing I would recommend is use Medium and use YouTube. So literally search up all the questions you have, such as what is a blockchain or what is Bitcoin, what is Ethereum, all these questions, and you'll find beautiful content on both YouTube and Medium, which will explain everything from the basics to the more complex stuff. And I imagine that there's probably some subreddits that people can visit and get some primers there as well. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about the blo- Blockchain Society now. Uh, you mentioned that it's an event-based company. Why don't you kind of go into more detail about that? Uh, tell me about some of the events that you guys have hosted. So most recently, our event happened on July 25th, and it was an executive-only conference, and we target those to investors, enterprise, blockchain executives, and people who are more uh, C-suite and sort of uh, up there in the space. Yeah. And on July 25th, we had Cole Diamond, who's the CEO of CoinSquare, and Trevor Coverco, the CEO of Polymath, and they were both the uh, headline speakers of our conference. But throughout the day, we also had tons of other panels from ICOs to a regulation and uh, sort of a bank-sided panel. Yeah. And throughout the day, uh, you just get exposed to a ton of stuff, all the way from the all the cool stuff that CoinSquare is doing, trying to onboard the next generation of digital consumers, all the way to people talking about ICOs and where regulation is. Well, give me a little preview. If I was to go see, uh, you know, say the CEO of CoinSquare talk, what would he, what would he be talking about? What would I, what would I learn? Why should I attend these events? So it really depends on 
each event. So for on July 25th, the main goal was just to all the executives that entered the crowd or all the people sitting in, the goal is then for them to extract value. And hopefully the reason that we have such highly catered and highly tailored is we want deal making to happen at these conferences. Yeah. So we'll have VCs in the crowd, we'll have investors, we'll have executives. And the goal is just to have like the... Uh, beautiful serendipity where people meet each other, they form deals, and hopefully learn something to just push them and drive their business forward. Nice. Now, you also ho host hackathons and things like that. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell me a little bit about those? Yep. So we normally partner with different companies who would like to do a hackathon, and they normally have uh, target goals. For example, uh, two months back in June, we actually held a hackathon with Noble. So Noble is actually a real estate company and they're trying to incorporate blockchain to solve a lot of issues that happen in the space and what the goal was for them was to just bring people into the from the community into the hackathon so they can learn more right and what the goal was for the hackathon was to develop some sort of marketplace that solves uh big problems or big issues in that particular industry and to see how what kind of innovative solutions we could come up with and who gets involved uh like how does one get to be a participant in the hackathon so our hackathons happen, I'd say, at least once a month or moving forward. We're growing really fast right now, maybe yeah. even like multiple hackathons a month. So if, say you're a developer and you want to get involved with the hackathon, just search up the Entrepreneurship Society or the Blockchain Society. Yeah. And you should find our universe or Eventbrite pages where you can sign up and attend our next hackathon. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm just kind of looking at the page now and I noticed that there are some Cannabis Society Dinners of Influence listed on here. How does, uh, how does cannabis sort of overlap with blockchain? So if you look at the company, the total umbrella is the Entrepreneurship Society. Mm -hmm. And underneath the Entrepreneurship Society, we have brother and sister companies. So we have both the Cannabis Society and the Blockchain Society. Yeah. I mainly work with the blockchain side because that's what I'm passionate about and into. But our Cannabis Society has basically the same goal. So that's targeted more towards executives and different people in the cannabis industry. And ideally for both the blockchain and cannabis, we recognize that Canada right now is like in this pivotal position yeah. where blockchain is both a growing industry and both cannabis is a growing industry. And right now, Canada has the potential to really move forward. So the Cannabis Society and the Blockchain Society both aim to sort of expand the community and bring more people to this event so they can learn more and hopefully we can drive the industry in Canada forward. Yeah, well, okay, so let's talk about the Canadian industry a bit because it seems, I mean, obviously by evidence of this podcast, we are able to talk to all these Canadian entrepreneurs and people involved in Bitcoin, uh, excuse me, in cryptocurrency and blockchain. But why do you think Canada is such a large hub for this sort of technology? Well, to answer that question, I think Canada is a large hub where we also face a lot of issues. Like if you look at Canada, look at all the innovations and companies that we've hosted. So Ethereum was literally, the birthplace is Toronto. We've had companies like Ion and we had companies like Cosmos. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it, these companies aren't here anymore and they're actually leaving. And when I look at that, it's just that Canada has like all the potential for growth and all the potential for innovation, but as a country, we're just too slow. Like even looking at other places in the world like Silicon Valley or Tel Aviv, 
like companies and like entrepreneurs they're just headed towards these companies because all the issues canada has like it's just so hard to raise capital in canada right there's just like not a lot of talent and that's sort of because the regulation is really slow so when you had companies like ethereum and ion and cosmos they didn't stay in canada they went to places like bermuda where like the the regulation and the laws weren't as strict so they could actually grow and like incorporate within the country yeah, it's kind of a tough balance to strike between uh, regulation and, uh, and and growth for sure because you want to keep your citizens safe, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you're able to build these these larger businesses here. Okay, you mentioned a bunch of companies. Uh, there's, a, there's a question that I ask generally uh, most of our guests, which is uh, other than your own project, what is sort of uh, what else in the, in the crypto sort of... Uh, blockchain space do you have your eye on what are some things that excite you so she asked me this question a couple of months ago i would have told you like blockchain is going to completely transform everything yeah but since then i've sort of recognized that there is sort of a lot of noise in the space and there's a lot of really bad and really shady companies coming out right but in terms of like innovation and something i'm really looking forward to i'd say security is on the blockchain so when you look at 2019 and the next step for the blockchain to take to uh just get that market cap to a trillion dollars i really see companies like polymath who are bringing securities onto the platform yeah who are really going to shift that chain so i'd say security tokens is something in the blockchain space you'd really look out for well, okay, you heard it here first, guys. I mean, we're not we're not giving financial advice or anything, but uh, that is not financial no. advice. But I repeat. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't you know? Just listen and 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 soak it in. Okay, so uh, what other sort of upcoming events do you guys have? Well, you know what? Before I ask you that, um, I heard that you guys host meetups as well. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell me a little bit about those? So those we call our blockchain monthly updates. So at our monthly update events, we normally have a few speakers, normally about five to seven or sometimes five to eight. Mm-hmm. And the goal is that each of them have about 10 minutes to speak. And the goal is for the crowd to come out. They might not always be already in the blockchain space. They might be p- more like people who are new to the space who want to learn more, but simply exposing them to different companies, like the innovations that's happening in the space. The goal is for them to learn something, look at what different companies are doing for in terms of practical applications so they can take away something. And is this something that anybody can attend? Yep, definitely. So I'd say if you're interested in the blockchain space or you're an expert who's been here for a long time, yeah. it's always awesome to attend the monthly updates, whether for networking or to hear the speakers and just meet new people. Now, before you got involved with the Blockchain Society, did you attend any of these events? Is that how you kind of met them all? Yep. So I actually went to a couple of blockchain updates and their monthly coding workshops. Yeah. And at the, I think the second monthly blockchain updates I went to, that's when I first sort of talked to Bill and had a conversation with him, which sort of led to uh, him inviting me to work with him. So I'd say that's exactly what happened for me. I went to the blockchain updates to learn something and meet people, and that's exactly what happened. Do you still actively try and develop in the in the space? Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm really focused along with the Blockchain Society to learn more about the technicals. So I'm, I would say my favorite platform to develop on is Ethereum. I find like the community really friendly, and I can practically drop it into any meetup, and there'll be someone who can help me, whether I'm trying to debug a smart contract or trying to solve uh, any sort of programming difficulty I run into. And recently, I was actually sponsored by Udacity, which is a San Francisco-based company, and they sponsored me to do their new Blockchain Nano degree. Wow. Okay. Well, tell me about that a little bit. 
So Udacity, the way I would describe the company is you have a lot of people uh, going through the traditional education system yeah. and then they go to work a job, which is basically requires them to write indus- industry standard code or sort of have like more industry standard knowledge. And there's just a huge gap. So Udacity has sort of unconventional degrees called nano degrees, and they're often three to six months long. And they're just about really unique topics. For example, we know there's a lot of innovation happening with self-driving cars. So what Udacity has is a self-driving car nano degree where people who have some sort of programming knowledge or computer science background, they can actually take the course to have the knowledge to actually come into the industry. And that's what they did for blockchain. They realized there's a lot of uh, gap between the supply and demand for a lot of people who want blockchain applications and blockchain solutions and actual developers. So they actually started a blockchain nano degree and their second cohort is going on right now, which is the one I'm a part of. Nice. Well, how did you get involved with with coding to begin with? Because I I mean, was it through school or was it through your own initiative? How did you uh, come to be a developer? So my experience with coding actually goes about a year back. So before blockchain, I wasn't really into programming. Mm -hmm. I knew what it was and I recognized it was important, but no one really pushed me towards it. I was more of like a business oriented uh, person. I actually used to like flip shoes and flip a lot of clothes and that's how I'd make money. Right. And when I learned about blockchain, it was just something I was really passionate about. So I got into programming and I actually did take the... Uh, ICS course or intro to computer science in school yeah but I don't think it taught me much in terms of stuff I'm actually developing compared to like the theory and like many applications I would make in class so you you think that's a problem though right like that uh, you feel that the school is not really accurately preparing you to to, to get out there so uh, aside from these nano degrees where would you kind of direct people if they wanted to if they wanted to do this themselves because it it seems like you have to be a little bit self-directed if you're going to get into this Again, YouTube? I wouldn't say YouTube, but I'd say I definitely acknowledge that. Like, there is a big gap in school. So if I went back to school and asked some of the students around me mm-hmm. uh, or mentioned even blockchain or something as common as machine learning, they literally have no idea what it is. And I think that's, like, a huge problem going forward. So if you're someone who's in a new industry and want to learn something new, whether it be about artificial intelligence or blockchain, yeah. what I would say is the only way you can start learning is to just... Uh, figure out your own path and just try to absorb every piece of knowledge out there. So whether it's going on YouTube at first or eventually going on to like platforms like Udacity or like Udemy and like Coursera and just taking courses that have guidelines and specific modules and paths already set up, I'd say the best way to learn is the internet. You have like an infinite amount of resources on it. All you have to do is search up your questions and you'll find some sort of route to accomplish what you need to do. Right. And then as soon as you have uh, even just a rudimentary knowledge, you, of course, can uh, attend some blockchain society events. So if people want to learn more about the blockchain society and attend events or just see what events are coming up, where can they go? Just visit our website. So www.theblockchainsociety.ca. And if you go on University or Eventbrite, if you search up the Blockchain Society, we should be the first result and you can see all the events that are upcoming. Okay, well, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about that I might have missed? Nope, I think that's it. We're good. Okay, well, uh, you heard him, guys. If you want to learn more, it is theblockchainsociety.ca. I strongly suggest that you go on there, uh, find out about the events, at least attend a meetup, say, say hello if they see you, right? 
tell them that you you heard them on this, uh, on you heard him on this podcast and uh, yeah get into the space because uh, it is booming and we need more innovation. Uh, thanks for joining me, man. And uh, I hope that if you ever have anything more that you want to talk about, any big events or whatever, you come back and you let us know. Definitely, for sure. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, uh, if you want to know more, theblockchainsociety.ca. There's a lot going on, hackathons, workshops, conferences, um, and there's all sorts of other sort of side groups that uh, you can kind of join as well. So if you want to know more, go there. And as always, visit buns.com. That's B-U-N-Z.com or download the app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Thanks, guys. Hope you had a good break.